Welcome everyone, there we go. We are live after a few stressful minutes. Welcome to the Simon and Christie Show. Absolutely. I've got a ukulele here. <laughs> Welcome to the very first episode. And um, we need to do a little bit of a ditty. I was for like, this. we should do a jingle. So, um, yeah, please. What have, you, what have you come up with, Simon? Welcome to the Sim Simon and Christy Show. <laughs> where we talk about all the issues. And interesting things and important things. We and make fools of ourselves. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much what this is about. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to anyone that's tuned in. Um, it's so good to be doing this again. It's been a few weeks, eh? It has. But we've received your questions and we're going to be talking about what's been happening in our lives. But we would love you to send us your questions and comments. Welcome Mike and Anika and different ones tuned in. So just a little bit of a heads up as to why we're doing this. Um, over the lockdown, obviously we couldn't meet in person. Um, so we started doing some online stuff and a whole lot of people suddenly saw a side of us that they didn't usually see on Sundays and they really enjoyed just us being us so um, ultra embarrassing uh, yeah so we've, we've decided every now and then maybe every fortnight or so just to continue on with this because um, we want everyone to see that even as pastors we're normal or maybe abnormal <laughs> and uh, we're a little bit crazy but how we sort of weave ministry and God into our lives and, and all that Family sort of stuff life and everything yeah and, and also um, yeah so that you guys can get to know us better hopefully that we can be an encouragement to you guys and that at the same time we can talk about the issues and keep it funky <laughs> keeping it funky <laughs> but we are live on instagram live on facebook but we've got an extra special cool edition now that we're doing yeah so we're attempting to make this a podcast so we're recording it as well and hopefully i'm going to be uploading that um, a little bit later on so that people can, don't have to watch us but they can listen to us so yeah hopefully so it'll, so all, cool. it doesn't crash and burn hopefully <laughs> well who knows we'll give it a go it, yeah. might only last for a couple of times but so good to have you with us say hi everyone that's watching um this is awesome it is so how have you been the last few weeks babe so how have i been well far out i think the whole world has been like what a crazy last couple of weeks so much has been happening um covid um protests happening all over the world it's been a crazy couple of weeks yeah, but bringing it to home do you mean like what's just in my world i just saw this hard case meme of the back to the future movie and they said whatever you do don't go to the year 2020 <laughs> which is funny <laughs> oh um, it's been a crazy it's yeah. been a crazy it's been a whole week or two weeks full of birthdays for us as well yeah so. we've had a million birthdays our son turned 21 yep which is crazy i don't feel old enough to have a 21 year old son I turned 46 and my mother-in-law turned 86. No, she didn't. Your mother-in-law turned 67. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my nana's turning 88 soon. So, yeah, it's like June is the month of birthdays. So, it's been heaps of birthday celebrations. It's been so good um, getting back to having church. I don't know where yeah. you are, but a lot of churches have been so excited to be able, be able to gather again. That's especially in New Zealand. I think in a lot of other places in the world, that's still not happening. They're still doing online church. Massive shout out to all the pastors and leaders out there navigating the season. Um, I don't think people realise how hard it is to do online church and, and just grapple with all the different changes that they're having to work through at the moment. 
I've heard people say, oh, online church isn't as good. And it's like, well, that's all you've got right now, so let's cheer it on. <laughs> that's right. But then in New Zealand, a lot of our churches the last two weeks have been going back to meeting with limits of 100 people. They've had to navigate um, registering for church. So that's been a crazy new phase, but it's been awesome. It's been so good. We had visitors last Sunday, new Christians, people that, that were searching. Awesome. It was so worth um, having those two services like that. So, yeah, it's been cool. I am looking very... Yeah, Facebook. If you watch us on Facebook, Simon looks very I'm, white. I'm like Moses. I'm glowing with the glory of God, and you're not. <laughs> so am I more anointed than you? I might yeah, just turn off the, totally. the light real quick. That's a good idea. Um, anyway, I was thinking, what have I been up to? We've had birthdays. I ripped my pants this week, if you want to know something really random. <laughs> I had a pair of jeans that were like getting thinner and thinner, and I just wore them around the house. And then I was doing something funny, like with the girls bending down to get something, and they ripped. Here I am embarrassing myself. How about your week, Simon? How have you been? Well, pretty busy. Um, church is awesome and exciting, and I'll share a little bit about that later yeah. on. But yeah, my, my birthday was last Friday, so um, what 46 years old. I had a few mates around on, on the Friday night, which was great. I got in the brand new Kindle Oasis, which um, I'm absolutely loving. And You're my, a love reading, eh? Yep. I'm up to my 20th book, I think, this year. So. I, I do absolutely love reading the book. And my wife is crocheting a nice little book. Kindle cover. How many yes, books have you Yes, oh, I should have bought it here to show you. Um, Simon wanted me to crochet him a Kindle cover, so I was like, wow, a guy who appreciates crafts is always a good thing. And then I assumed it would be like a cool grey or dark colour, and you wanted like crazy colours. So I'll like do a show and tell next time. It's like, it's like a crazy retro stripes. Awesome. It's really cool, yeah. So Anyway, enough about crochet and ripped pants. <laughs> Um, just some of the questions, just only a few this week, but they're all pretty good. What was the first movie we saw together? Now, my wife didn't Ooh, even remember this. Yeah. I can even remember the clothes that my wife wore. She Simon was wearing... Simon is weird, because he remembers if I've seen a movie and I don't remember, and he'll remember what I wore. So, yep. what, wait, yep. what was the first... Because I thought it was Jurassic Park. Oh, let's just talk about what you were wearing first, because okay. you looked really awesome. Oh. You were wearing blue, black, quicksilver tight jeans, and you were wearing tight a... Tight jeans? I wouldn't wear tight jeans. Pretty tight. Oh, okay. Um... And why did I remember that? I don't know, that's disturbing. <laughs> and um, a brown knitted cardigan, and you were wearing Doc Martens. Wow. So the movie we saw was A River Wild and starred Meryl Streep, and the bad bad guy was Kevin Bacon. Okay, and I do you remember can't that. even remember that. I, no, I can remember that now. And it was significant because Christy gave me a note during the movies, <gasps> and I read it later on, and it told me how much she cared for me which was an interesting little follow-up because a few weeks before that I'd actually told her that I liked her and she just drove off and she didn't say anything well it was like out and of the blue we were saying so, goodbye after a youth group event and you just were like I, I just want to let you know I like you and I was like what and you, drove, you could have said something oh, no, I was real shy <laughs> Anyway, yep. Uh, that was our first The movie River Wild, and we haven't actually. I think we saw it twice at the movies. Wait, someone just said when you church Scotland, Doc Martens match made in heaven. That's true. Doc Martens are amazing. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and we haven't actually seen it since then. So it's like twenty something. I don't years think ago. I would see it. I can't remember it being a really good movie. <laughs> yeah. That was a good question. What was another question you guys wanted to know? Favorite oh. cat breeds. Oh. Okay. Favorite cat breeds. Um, I love cats, as everyone knows. And we're talking about the really important topics I, today, aren't we? We're talking about all the issues. And <laughs> I would choose, number one, the Maine Coon cat. Um, but the problem is the Maine Coons that we have in New Zealand look nothing like the Maine Coon cats that they have in Russia and places. The, the ones over in Russia, they've got massive pointy ears and they just look incredible. Um, but we don't have 
those types here. So I guess the second best would be ragdolls, which is one of the, the biggest cats. And again, we'll probably tell you guys a story about our ragdoll shenanigan debacle. If you didn't know already, and welcome to those joining us, we're answering your questions. Um, Simon is an obsessed cat man. Like, if he lived alone, he'd probably have about 20 cats. So we've got three at the moment. That's our current limit, although I'm sure you nearly wanted another one last yeah, week. Yeah, true. It's a problem, guys. We're confessing our problems. But his favourite cat breed, main they're massive, eh? They're like massive giant cats. Yeah. Um, my favourite breed, I I like cats. I'm not obsessed with cats. I did grow up with an Abyssinian cat for a while. They're cool because apparently you can walk them on leads and they're like dogs. But I just like any cat that's nice. Doesn't scratch your eyeballs out. Doesn't leave fluff all over the floor like our cats. Cats are awesome. And my mother-in-law has just gotten a new kitten. Yes! So <gasps> we're visiting her a lot more than usual. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted another cat for her rescue cat to have a little friend and one of our family members who has a ship found a cat in his boat when he was three days out to sea it was thin it was scared so they've been looking after it shout out to amy and sam and my mum's now adopted it and it's the cutest little cat ever millie yeah yeah, so it was on, on it was out at sea for three days. Okay, my son looks like River Wild came out a year after Jurassic Park. That's interesting because we went to Jurassic Park. Not together though. We weren't. We were just friends then. Yeah, eh? yeah. Um, yeah, I was with my dad. Um, I mean, maybe the River Wild came out. Yeah, who knows? The release dates back in those days. Who it cares? It wasn't yeah. that great a movie. <laughs> uh, this is a real. Um, you guys are asking the hard questions. This question: What do you think of the phrase "Black Lives Matter"? Now, this was asked, I think, on our live stream at church last week. Um, and I don't think there was an answer given, or any answer given. Um, yeah. Well, the person's name was Jacinta Arden, so... <laughs> and, so and someone said, did, did, does Jacinta Arden watch your live stream? <laughs> so, Jacinta, if you're watching this, you're more than welcome. <laughs> um, now, it's a real, real tough and a serious question, and I think there's a couple of things we need to think about with that phrase, Black Lives Matter. Absolutely, Absolutely. I totally agree with that phrase. There's been a lot of discussions about, well, all lives matter, you know, not just black lives that has been online. And, you know, of course we know that, but right now black lives matter because there's issues we need to think about and talk about surrounding people of colour and black people. And I think it's like we do have times where we'll speak up for a specific thing. Yeah. We'll speak up about pro-life or we'll speak up about the disability, disabled community. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, Stephen McLeish, our pastor over in Scotland, gave an amazing sermon, so just... Go yeah, to YouTube check that and check those out. So we shared it on our But he our shared about the, um, the the parable that Jesus told of the, the lost sheep. So there was 99 sheep and they were they were okay, but there was one lost. Um, and at that point in time, the focus needed to be on the one lost sheep mm. because it was lost, it, it was in trouble. Um, and it didn't mean that the 99 sheep that were saved were any less important or any less valued, but at that point in time, the focus needed to be on the one lost sheep. And I absolutely agree with that. And I think too... Yeah. Um, saying black lives matter does not mean that any other lives don't matter. It's like, um, say if next door neighbor, there was, um, you know, someone, um, black family there and their house was on fire. Um, and our house wasn't at that point in time, you've got to go and put the house that's on fire out because that's, that's it's important. Priority, yeah. um, it doesn't mean that that house is more valuable than our house, but at that point in time. So I just really do think, um, absolutely black lives matter. We just got to be careful though, because a lot of people don't understand that that's, that phrase is also an organization. Um, and you just got to be careful because 
um, you just check out the, the, the manifesto or the belief statements of the organization Black Lives Matter because I don't personally agree with some of their values. Um, but that aside, I think the, the slogan or the is statement like is, yeah. Yeah, is important. But such a crazy time. And um, one thing we've learned through it all, I think, is like you said on Sunday, is learning to listen. I think we can just have our own prejudices or make judgments. Um, I think it's so important, especially listening to what a lot of the Christian community is saying. Listen to interviews like some of Carl Lentz's interviews. It's challenging. It's a hard subject and it's easy just to bury your head in the sand or that's too difficult. But learn. And I think what I feel right now is it's almost become the trend to talk about this. But then I think people are probably going to drop the subject. Whereas I think it's more important to make this a lifelong learning thing. Not just something that we embrace in the moment and then think, oh, that's past. Like, let's actually continue to learn from each other and um, ask questions. Let yourself be challenged and go to God and say, God, where do I need to change in my life? Yeah. What area of society have you called me in to make a difference in regard to this? Because um, you can't be passive um, you've just got to be open, but yeah, but be careful. Like you said, there's differences between an organization yeah. and a statement. So for me, I, I love the phrase, uh, seek to understand before you are understood. And, you know, there is a reason why people respond or react in a certain way. And usually it's because of experiences that they've had or, or a, a different, I guess, understanding of life and, and different experiences. And for me, I've really sought through this time to just start to ask a lot more questions, to, to, to learn, to seek to understand. So um, a little bit of a shout out for my blog, actually, simondrake.com. Um, <laughs> I, I gave a bit of a confession there about, about you know, what I've learned and how I'm, um, you know, struggling with things and how I'm attempting to, to, to learn and educate myself because you can't really be compassionate yeah. Um, unless you really understand and you can't understand someone unless you actually take the time to listen to them and really be interested in their life and you know you can absolutely still love someone um, without agreeing with mm. them you don't have to agree to love someone I think um, it's an invitation to having more conversations with people and not necessarily agreeing with them but hearing their side of the story because um, yeah. we can all live in our little bubble with our own little experiences. I mean, you don't understand some of the things I've been through. And when we start to share our stories with each other, we have a greater understanding. Yeah. So now we're talking about wider than just racial yeah, issues. It's, you know, belief, worldviews, all of that. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we are called to love but people. But bring it back to the Bible, guys. I think the Bible needs needs to be your worldview and the foundation otherwise we just get all uh, that's our anchor i yeah. love this i actually I actually brought my bible along today guys and um i wanted to read this scripture in proverbs 31 love it verse 8 to 9 speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves for the rights of all who are destitute speak up and judge fairly defend the rights of the poor and needy i love that verse stuff like that that's the foundation of who we are and what god's about yeah I think that was pretty well said. How do we go from ripped jeans to Bible verses? I don't know. That's the randomness We knew that was a question and we're thinking, please, dear Lord, may... uh, We are not experts. Let's not put our foot (laughs) in the slide. But we're learning. Did you say put your foot in your slide? No. I don't know what I said. I'm distracted by you, your hand pulling me this way all the time. Well, because I was keeping you in the the Instagram live stream as well as the Facebook live stream. I'm keeping you on the straight and narrow. Yeah, we're talking about the issues and you're keeping me on the straight and narrow. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Oh, here we go. How do you find the right balance between time with God, family, friends, work, volunteer work, church, downtime, etc.? That's a good question. Um, We haven't done it perfect a lot of the time. And I think 
people say it's, it's all about balancing we think it's more like a juggling act having it's to do totally that. more of a juggle um, guys i don't think you'll ever get well, things balanced because once you do then there'll be something out of whack i think it's learn to juggle life well yeah and there's different seasons where things maybe the ball gets dropped a bit yeah i do think though and it's it's true um, whether we like it or not, that we will make time for those things that are the most important to us. And we all have 24 hours in the day. And you think about that, working for eight, getting ready for work maybe another hour, eating's not too long, sleeping eight hours. We've actually still got quite a few hours left in the day. I was reading an article about a guy who was a Navy SEAL, um, and while he was doing that, he was also studying to be a doctor. So after he finished um, being in the military, he was a doctor at a hospital. And then while he was doing that, he was training to be an astronaut. So now he's completed his, and he's working for NASA now. He's going to be, so. That's crazy. Absolute overachiever. <laughs> yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, we can struggle with our time. But really, you know, a lot of us, you know, how, how many seasons have we binge watch on Netflix when we could be doing other stuff, you know? It just got to. Yeah, um, that's so true. Life passes by so fast. Yeah. Like, look at us. We've, suddenly we're how old and we've got a 21 year old son and it's like if I don't make a priority for certain things life's just going to pass me by and um, I think it's really important to think what are my priorities like you mentioned in the question um, God, family, friends, work, volunteer work, church, downtime you know I think it's good every now and then to reassess like what are my priorities I'm making these my major priorities the other bits like there's seasons where I've been a slack friend and my friends we, we understand that we're in a crazy season maybe with kids or with work, but we do make time, but we realize that there'll be seasons where you have to make sacrifices sometimes, you know, those years of parenting, I mean, that's that's one of your major focuses right then, there'll be seasons yeah. where there isn't, grab something else and make the most of that season, yeah. We're pretty ruthless with our time off as well, so we, we protect that time, but um, I've, Downtime also, is important. I've also thought, you know, people sometimes separate church from family and, and God and stuff. But, um, you know, all of our kids, or most of them, are fully involved in church, so we actually go to church together, we serve together. It's, um, it's part it's of just, our family culture, is yeah. church is a massive part of our So it's not like life. separate parts, it's yeah. actually involving everything as a family, which I think... I think do a, health, right. do a health check, though. If you're feeling burnt out and stressed right now, think to yourself, man, have I made have I made downtime a priority? Or have I made really good relationships in my life a priority? Or how's my time with God? Am I getting filled up? Maybe, um, yeah, check, like, check your temperature of your life and, and check where maybe you need to make adjustments. Because life is a juggle. I think you're constantly going to have to change it up a bit. Did you ever learn to juggle? Yes. I did, but I can't really juggle now. Just a side note. Yes, I've learned to do a lot of things like unicycling. But not together. I actually... We need to do an episode. Actually, every time we do an episode, we should talk about one of your hobbies. Because you've had every hobby there ever is. Yes. Okay. Um, stuff happening, coming up in our lives and with church. We are really excited that we are going to continue with two services <laughs> on a Sunday. And I think a lot of churches are doing this because we were doing two services because of the restrictions of lockdown. But um, this has been in the pipeline for us as a church for some time. We've been really encouraging Thanks to um, COVID, it's our service teams to prepare for two services <laughs> because we're at that sort of awkward stage where our auditorium is not full, but it looks pretty full um, with, with people that are coming cramped. in. I just want to share this quote, which is really quite insightful. Have you ever walked into a movie theater and it was so crowded that you just wanted to walk out? There might be plenty of available seats, but figuring out which ones aren't taken, pushing by people who are already comfortable, and then sitting by a stranger feels a little overwhelming. The same emotional response happens to visitors when churches get too full. 
The consensus used to be that once you hit about 80% capacity, it was time to start considering a second service, but people demand a little more personal space these days, and many suggest that 70% capacity is a better target. So um, it's really difficult with church because you think, oh, we're not quite full yet, and once we're full, we're going to expand, but it's usually too late, then we've got to prepare for the increase now. So we've just embarked on a uh, on a crazy new journey as a church going to morning services and um, we're experimenting with it for about six months but we are very very excited because even through the lockdown we were getting visitors turn up yeah, um, so we good. were able to spend a lot more time with people uh, because the services are a little bit smaller with pastoral care so yeah we are very excited with you that. don't have to register to come to church this sunday wherever you are in new zealand um but if you don't have a church and you live in Whangarei, you can come along and see us, 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. We've got the cafe going before the 9 o'clock service. And then after the service at 10.15, right around till before 11, I can't wait to have some of our coffees again. Yes, I've missed the best that. in Whangarei. Yes, and you that, can come and see everyone. A lot of people everyone. say that. So looking forward to that. Um, We've got people turning so up at good. church just for the coffee. I know. Awesome. We haven't had it the last two weeks. So we're like, sorry. <laughs> but this Sunday it'll be there. Yeah. And lastly, this is really exciting. This. If you have any questions, though, we might slip you in. So chuck your questions up, guys. This Friday, our album, our worship album as a church. Next Friday, not today. Sorry, yeah, I'm yeah. thinking a week ahead. Next Friday is being released. Yay! So, so we're just excited. so excited about that. So right back going like, it's like a year. 15 years or so, we've had a real passion um, as a church and felt a call to produce homegrown worship music. We've got a and, couple um, of albums we did do back in like the youth group days. Uh, yeah. They're pretty cool, but when you listen, you're like, oh, the, the songs were good. The, the songs quality were good. wasn't the quality too was... good. Yeah, so um, we're just so excited with people that have been involved in the project. Yeah. And um, on next Thursday night, we're having a pre-release party that yes. um, some of the party. some of the musicians are going to be there playing live, telling the stories about the songs. We're going to listen um, together, and we've got yeah. some awesome things in store. I'm so excited about that because you get to listen to the music before they're released the next day, but you actually get to hear. We're going to do like some acoustic versions of the songs, which will be really cool. But you get to hear the story behind why they wrote the songs, and I love that. I love, often you hear a song and you think, oh, what's that about, or why did they write that? But we actually get to hear the story behind it. I heard, like, I know the cafe's going to be open, you can buy drinks, but I heard there's going to be free Boki Boo there. So if you're keen and in Whangarei, you're welcome to join us. You have to register before Sunday night. Um, just visit renewchurch.nz, and there's a, if you scroll down, there's a pre-release image um, about the listening party. And if you click on that, you can register. But I am really excited. And I heard that one of your songs. Are you going to do like a... I'm singing a song live. So on I'm... next Thursday night. Yeah. So... And one of your songs is on the album. Yep. And all our other amazing musicians, they've worked so hard. And I just love the variety of songs. It's so exciting. Yeah. Isaiah Drake just said, 12-11, come on now. Oh, that's so... our nephew, Isaiah. We did a bit of a demo live. He's got the yeah. demo. <laughs> It's still Simon's cool. so embarrassed about that demo as I, but I love that you love well, it. Well, not embarrassed about the songs, just because we had no money and we didn't know what we were doing as far as recording, but That's there good. are a lot of people that were encouraged with that album, so... There's some good, the good music through. that came out of that, yeah. So, if you can't come to the pre-release, uh, look out for our album um, release on Friday, next Friday on... It's on all your listening platforms, but Spotify and Apple Music, and share it, and check it out, and um, it's so good, I love it. Yeah. We have been going for 25 minutes, which I wow, think is long enough. I think we need to keep it short so we don't yeah. bore you. Talking about the issues, but keeping it short. <laughs> I don't know if anyone knows that phrase. Talking about the issues, but keeping it funky. It's 
Was that Flight of the Concords? We've got good friends Classic over in Scotland, best friends, and uh, Stephen. Shout Karras. out Stephen Karras. And Steve was saying every time he watches us live, he just is so reminded about the Flight of the Concords. I don't know why. And that that compliment made my day. Which one am I? Am I Jermaine? <laughs> <laughs> you're that fangirl that just follows them everywhere. Oh, that creepy fangirl. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so good to be live with you guys. Give us your feedback, what you want us to talk about. Yeah, we'll send in questions during the week. Um, oh, I just really want to quickly pray for you guys. Yes. Um, because you know we keep hearing stories of people that are still a little bit freaked out from uh, you know people and, and meeting in public Actually, and still yeah. a little bit anxious. Actually, before you pray, like honestly, right now, if you're watching, I know so many people in different parts of the world are feeling quite emotional at the moment. They're um, you know, lockdown's been crazy. People have struggled to get out back in public. There's been countries that have seen so many um, deaths. There's uh, what's going on in the world regarding race and the tensions regarding that. But also economically, like a country yeah. like New Zealand, we may have got away scot-free in regards to health. Like we've lost some lives, which is tragic. But man, we've actually had a low infection rate compared to a lot of the world. But economically... You know, I think a lot of people are finding this tough and uh, a bit worried about the future. But I just wanted to say, honestly, if you're watching and you're not feeling like you've got hope, you can have hope in God. He can walk you through this. And I want to encourage you to reach out to him, yeah. like find a church in your area. And as Simon prays, we just want to pray for you that, you know, in this time, whether you're feeling fearful or afraid, you can find the most amazing peace and hope despite the state of your circumstances. So true. So, Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you that it says in your word that you are a strong tower and that we can run into you and that we can be safe. So I just really pray right now that people that are anxious and they're stressed out and they're worried and fearful, Lord, I just really pray that your presence will just fill um, their lives wherever they are right now, Lord, that they would call out to you, that they will know that you are there and that you love them so much that they would allow you to come in and impact their lives and to fill their lives with hope and peace and joy. But I just pray against anxiety. I pray against fear. I pray that we as your church, as believers worldwide, would, would stand up and be strong because we're filled with your love and that we would be showing your love to the world, not hate, not division. But Lord, teach us as your church how to truly love people, how you love the world, God. In Jesus' name. Amen. I Amen. love you guys. I reckon you should do your little song as an outro now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You should hold it up so we can see. This is actually our daughter's ukulele. She's probably going to kill you if she knew that you had it. It's the Simon and Christy show Where we talk about all the issues And we make fools of ourselves But we... I don't know. I don't know. Make fools of ourselves. But we talk about Jesus and everything's okay. Love you guys. Love have you an guys. amazing week. Join us next time. We'll give you pre-warning, um, but we love you. Until then, have an amazing Friday. See you guys. Bye.